0: Hello, you're listening to the Thunkin' Philosophers Podcast, where three friends get together to ramble about the things. You know the ones important shit like politics and less important shit like time zones. My name's Brandon. This is Blake. And I'm Isaac. Stay a while as we wax philosophical about the things.
1: Blake, I work at a bank full-time but I spend most of my time generally nerding out. I spend a lot of that playing video games, usually excessively. Uh, in addition to that, it tends to be reading about pretty much any kind of scientific topic I can seem to find.
0: as mentioned before, my name's Brandon. I, uh, I'm a copywriter for a social media marketing company. Uh, in my spare time, I really like reading about politics and philosophy and history and science, kind of all over the place, and uh, that's kind of how we imagine this show going. You might remember us from the Zeanderthals podcast, me and Isaac, uh, along with another friend of ours, Ben. Uh, we've kind of taken the same general theme, and we're going to try to apply it to this new, to this new idea with uh, the addition of my good friend, Blake, here. So, uh, Isaac, why don't you tell us a
2: little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, no, I don't mind that at all. Everybody basically knows me. I'm pretty awesome. (laughs) Um, I'm a married police officer, three kids, my free time whenever I'm not working, uh, play video games and try to figuring out parenting in 2019. Um, oh yeah. And
0: sorting out audio issues with podcasts. Yeah, always. (laughs) Yeah. So, as mentioned before, you know, Isaac and myself, we've done a, we did a podcast before. And uh, one of the biggest challenges that we found being that we're both in actually uh, with our other hosts, all three of us were in living in different states and different time zones, was that coordinating things, is way more complicated than it really needs to be. Why can't we just say, "Hey, man, want to have a call at seven o'clock tomorrow?" and all of us know what he's what he means by that uh instead of going oh what time are you on and you know to complicate things even more i live in arizona blake and i live in arizona and uh we don't do daylight savings time no so part of the year it's a one hour difference between isaac and myself and part of the year we're on the exact same time so it's not as easy as just remembering what the time difference is. I have to actually like look at the calendar to, <laughs> to know what the to know what the hell he means when he says, "Hey man, two p.m. right?" Yes. <laughs> well, oh, so, Arizona and Hawaii. Yeah. I found yeah. <laughs> only two. And, and this so this brought to mind an article I had read several years ago, uh, a few years back, with the Washington Post about the radical plan to destroy time zones. Some dudes had a. Uh, actually got together to try to tackle this issue themselves a uh steve hank a economist with uh, john hopkins university and senior fellow senior fellow with the cato institute think tank and Derek henry a professor of physics and astronomy at johns hopkins uh got together with a, to put together a plan to fix the inefficiencies of our current time time zones, and they actually put together a, a permanent calendar to replace the Gregorian calendar calendar as well. It's called the Hank Henry Permanent Calendar. The initial plan they were just trying to get really well known through social media. Um, Aren't we all? But but they're they wanted to institute like a brand new calendar on uh, January first of twenty eighteen. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we you know we when we're recording episodes, you know there's a lot of coordination that has to go on from uh, you know researching topics, having discussions, uh, planning out you know when when we're gonna have you know certain things done. and it just seems a lot more complicated. I've always wondered why we can't just have one universal time. It actually, and after doing a lot of reading, yeah, I think it. I think it's a pretty solid plan. It should be actually su- surprisingly uh, simple to uh,
1: to implement. And why why didn't it happen? Do you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, uh, why do we still use the imperial measurement system? It's <laughs> true. <you> know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like
2: yeah, like it's, a, it's, like a it's lot not. of things. It's because it's so simple. Because it makes sense. We don't want to do that.
0: (laughs) Well, how much how much does our current system make sense? So you know, it's back in the day, uh, you know, even just as recently as a few hundred years ago, uh, all we had was local times. So everybody, you know, when you set up a city, (laughs) you know, uh, you would look up in the sky, and when the sun reached its highest point, everybody would set their clock to noon, and that became the local time. Yeah. So you know a city, you know, 200 miles west, would be on a completely different time than than you. Mm. And it didn't really matter when you traveled by stagecoach or whatever. You know, uh, it wasn't it wasn't that big a deal. But when they uh, came out with uh, railroads, uh, that changed because all of a sudden you could get all the way across the country pretty quickly. And you had to ma- maintain train schedules yeah. uh, to keep people from, you know, running into each other or running late. You know, it doesn't make sense if you leave a city at, you know, 7 o'clock and you travel for 45 minutes and you arrive somewhere at mm. 7.12. <laughs> uh, what happened here? <laughs> yeah. What happened there is you made great time. <laughs> yeah, <no shit. laughs> Actually, you made you made really bad time, cause uh, you you were driving for forty five minutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but you're gonna be on time for your meeting. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, depending on where you went to. Yeah, yeah so that uh, that crazy. got
0: really complicated. So in uh, the eighteen hundreds is really when when things started. People started pushing really hard to uh, to institute some kind of standardization for the time system. Um, Britain was actually first to do it with the Greenwich Meridian. And for that exact same reason, the railroads pushed hard to institute something called the Greenwich Merid- Meridian that set up uh, a-, a standard time system for England, Scotland, and Wales, and that was in 1884. At this conference, they all got together in October 1884 in Washington, D.C. Uh, to establish Greenwich Mean Time, GMT, as the world standard and set up uh, time zones, uh, global time zones. Uh, That actually took a while to fully implement. The U.S. didn't actually fully adopt time zones across the country until 1918 with the Standard Time Act. And then in 1972, we changed things even more and went to coordinated universal time that replaced GMT as the world's time standard. That was in 1972. But since then, now... Russia has 11 time zones. China is a pretty big country. Uh, They only have one. They have one time zone in all of China. Nepal is the only country with a time zone set to 45 minutes past the hour. (laughs) Wait, what? Yes. And uh, in 2015, North Korea actually just randomly put their clocks back half an hour to establish their own time zone called Pyongyang time. <laughs> Why? Because then, they can. <laughs> but then in 2018, when they started talking to South Korea again, they, uh, they went back on it <laughs> and uh, put their clocks forward half an hour so yeah. they're on the same time as South Korea, which you know makes more sense. Yes. So every, right now, every country sets their own time zones, basically. <clears throat> they do it for various reasons, political and economic, uh, and it's just totally at random. They can do it whenever they want, and it totally fucks, fucks with everybody. Uh, all of these, all these, these political and economic systems, when everybody's screwing with their clocks all willy-nilly, mm. <laughs> and there's, there's really no reason for it. So right now, what uh, you know, airline pilots have to do is they all use a universal time to keep track of all the planes in the air, because they have to. Uh, so every every pilot, you know, there's no there's no chance that they're going to be late for their flight because they're all running on the same time. Mm. But nobody else is.
1: Well,
2: if they Man. can do it, why can't we? Or every <laughs> other person on this planet. Yeah. Because <laughs> it makes what sense. The,
0: that's why. What What are some of the the drawbacks that come to mind to you guys? Like uh, in like okay, if we if we <laughs> just decided, okay, it's it's five o'clock everywhere now. You know what? What do you? What
1: are some problems you guys imagine? Well, there's the glaring one. Like, what if it's five o'clock and it's you know the sun is straight in the air, like here. Like, so do you mean it's five o'clock everywhere? As in, it's five o'clock also it is, in London it is right five now. P- so, so think about it from, like, a physics standpoint. It is always the same time
0: everywhere at all times. Like this, I mean, the, the, it yeah. is the present yeah. right now. That's yeah. this is the time that uh-huh. it is right. This is some so what? <laughs> Why can't we just say it is five p.m. everywhere? Well,
2: okay, though, you need to stop what, right what now you... because you're making me question my entire existence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. No, you gotta. So, so that's the biggest issue with it. Is like we would have to change the way that we think about time. Well, right yeah. now we
1: think about time like I. If I were to tell you seven a.m., you don't think like randomly some unassociated number seven a.m. You think like. The sunrise at seven a.m. So if someone tells you like, oh, we're gonna meet seven a.m. When well, let's think this too. Like, do we base that off of where? Do we base it off of Greenwich? Probably. So then that would mean. Yeah, I would
0: say so. I would say because we already have a standard in in effect. So then right. I would
1: get up every day for work at like eleven p.m. or like something like that. Right. So everybody, yeah. it, you but know, Whatever it is. So to base
0: everything around the around the day around daylight hours, right? Yeah, you would have to have business hours. Mm-hmm. So you would have you you would have standards for you know when uh business hours and governmental offices and stuff open, open up right yeah really. uh and those would vary mm-hmm. um,
1: so you'd have to wonder though what's so easier that would that,
0: right? would that would work the same way as time zones mm-hmm. but infinitely more simplistic because the 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 numbers that you're working with are always the same mm-hmm. they mean the same thing no matter where you are. And when you th- consider the fact that we have a global economy, you know where and and global communication te- technologies that allow us to to have this call right now where I'm talking to uh, you, know Blake and I are talking to Isaac, at, in another state, you know, instantaneously, it only makes sense for us to be to be operating off the same time, and I would just assume yeah like he's he's one you could you could even still call it a time zone if you wanted yeah uh he's one time zone away or whatever so he wakes up for work an hour earlier than i do you know i'm traveling to you know the east coast it's three time zones away so you know instead of waking up at six o'clock in the morning when i'm over there it's three hours away i'll wake up uh, well, it's go. Um, I'd be going east, so I would wake up at
1: 3 o'clock in the morning. See, and I think that's the biggest challenge to all this, is that uh, nobody who going to want to base their time of day off of something they can't relate to. Like, I couldn't relate noon to a noon that I never see. Like, noon for me would be, you know, like you had to do, or something. Think, think of this. That's what
0: people did before we did time zones. Yeah, right? I know. 200 yeah. years ago. So people were doing that. It wasn't a bit. It wasn't a big deal for them. If you move to a city, whatever the time was in that city, that's what it was. That's already what it. That's already what it is. Uh, uh, you're you're already having to change your clocks and everything, and your body still does the same thing. So what is realistically the difference? You say, well, uh, it's three. Three o'clock is the time I get up here. You know. You just um, used st- Instead it. of instead of six. Yeah. Um. You like. You're gonna have to get used to it anyway.
2: Yeah. Do you have the time? Does anybody really? Does anyone really? That's, <laughs> that's, that's never actually made sense until right now. <laughs> I'm glad I can finally use that in a setting that's appropriate.
1: That's the thing, though. Like, I. That's probably why it has so much resistance to something like that, is that it's just hard to imagine somebody being like, yeah, I'll make that sacrifice to my day to essentially be like, okay, I'll switch up all the times that I consider everything to be, like, my time of day. So I'm not going to relate and say, like, oh, I had a full work day from, uh, like, 3 a.m. to 4, and then I'm going to go home <laughs> and then sleep. And, like, <laughs> like, that seems odd, uh, and it seems odd for anybody to, like, say, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get up in the morning. You don't, You don't think in the morning, like, somebody's not telling you, like, oh, I'm getting up at, done, at dawn. Like, nobody tells anybody, get up at dawn. Somebody tells someone, get up at 6 or 7, like, whatever the well, like, um, time
2: is. Unless you work on a farm or a ranch. Yeah, yeah. And this would be, that <laughs> would be the other
1: thing, too. Like, this would be a terrible idea for somebody who live in an agrarian society. So anybody yeah. living in a farm area, like they need to know their time based off of the sun, not based off of something else.
0: Well, those calendars never stopped existing, though. They, yeah, they, you're they, right. they, Getting this calendar, so that's actually something that the Hank Henry uh, permanent calendar, which they, they actually, so they suggest not only implementing a universal time, but they created a brand new calendar to replace the Gregorian calendar, mm-hmm. uh, but they address some of these things. Um and I, I, I have their website pulled up right now. Um, but they, they wanted to, to start o- over brand new with a, you know, with a whole new permanent calendar that works differently than ours. Uh, Interesting. But with the understanding that for certain circumstances like, uh, like that, like you just mentioned, farming, you could still use the Gregorian calendar mm-hmm. for those things. Mm-hmm. But it just wouldn't be a, a part of your, of your everyday life. You know, necessarily. So they actually have a QA brought up on their webpage. I can just read some of this off. So on their on their QA, they have a, a question that says, Hold on, you forgot about the farmers. They can't be four days off in spring planting. They don't need to be four days off in spring planting, they say. Uh, they just check the date on their calendar that is planted on the way painted on the wall, painted since it remains identical from year to year. And then they check what the Gregorian date is to see if It is planting day yet. The Gregorian calendar does not cease to exist. It just isn't normally used, except by agronomists, which is a word that I didn't know existed. (laughs) Um, What's interesting about the calendar that they uh, suggest, though, is that every year begins on Monday, January 1st.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: There are, uh, the year is divided into three or four three-month quarters. Each month begins on the same day and date each year. The first two months of each quarter are made up of 30 days and the third is made up of 31 days. It ends up being 364 days a year. Um, And then every five or six years, there's an extra week tacked on to the end of the year, which is interesting. I mean A it's whole a, extra week. A whole extra week. So yeah. instead of
1: doing a leap day every you'd, two years or something. Every
0: five to every four years. Uh, but yeah, every five to si- five to six years, you would tack on an extra week at the end of the year. Odd. Um, <laughs> but what's interesting about this is that it keeps every but every day of the month. Oh, on the same day.
1: On the same day. So or every day of the year on the same day. So like, think about. So, like, May 1st in 2015 would still be on the Monday in 2000. Always be. So, May
0: 1st would be on a Wednesday, actually. Oh, let see. But oh, May, God. <laughs> May 1st would always be
1: on, the win- on, a, on, Wednesday. on a Wednesday. <laughs> always be on a Wednesday. See, that, um, that
2: it sounds up front, that's would be very easy to remember things on. I can't tell you how many times I've gone before. It's like, what day was that on? Like, right. if I had to tell you right now, I have no idea what day of the week my birthday fa- fell on. I have to pull up a freaking calendar and look at it because I – that yeah, would make who, a lot of things more easily. But. would
0: remember that? Uh, no. The, the, so the My things mom. that this really <laughs> helps with are, uh, are, yeah, setting up, s- like, school calendars, event calendars. That have to We have to change those things every single year. Isaac, you work at a school. Yeah. You know, so, like, how much work do you think goes into – you know, setting up the new school year's calendar every single year based <laughs> yeah. on where all the holidays fall, what point. day of the week everything's going to be on. It's, it's a nightmare.
2: Oh, yeah, and um, you, like, being up there and watching them do that stuff, it's like they've already started planning the next year's school calendar, like, prior to the year ending. Like, they're trying to get everything scheduled and done that they have to this year for the school year to end, while at the same time plan everything for the upcoming year. Like, my, my dad was a uh, athletic director at one of the middle schools here in my hometown, and he was constantly in meetings with other athletic coordinators to try and decide dates and times and everything for their sporting events. And that's just sports, and it took him right. weeks. I couldn't imagine having to do an entire school year of trying to sort this stuff out. And that's whenever like...
0: And combining all of the different, like, sporting events together and, and mm-hmm. coordinating that stuff into the into the calendar. Oh, and, yeah. And all, the, and all the holidays and the time off and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And, like, here, here lately, it's been, like, you have to... Because our, our girls' softball team just placed second at state. And they had to miss I think, a couple days of of end-of-the-school-year testing that they have to, I mean, either make up or they did prior to them leaving. But that's still things that you have to consider whenever you're organizing all these sports. And, I mean, you know, me and you played football together, and I think we played one, maybe two Texas teams, which is in a different time zone than us. So you have to take these, you know, how does that affect their school schedule, testing schedule, Right. And their sports schedule just to get it lined up to be able to either meet with us
1: or us meet with them.
0: Right. Yeah. These are all things that could be simplified with mm. one
1: simple change. Yeah. A calendar, I can definitely agree, is going to be much easier to implement than a time zone change.
0: The Gregorian calendar was created by... Uh, was implemented by Pope Gregory the Eighth, I think. Mm. Nope. Uh, I think it was the eighth. Uh So these things have been changed tons of times, but it's always by... Mm a ruler, or you know, a pope, or, you know, it's just some random guy who's like, eh, we're gonna change this, this is how we do it now. (laughs) It's not like scientists getting together and going, wait, hold on, what makes sense? It's almost always political. Yeah, Uh, so, like, right now, Mm. the calendar that, yeah, so the Gregorian calendar took a long time to get fully implemented, and even after, there's a reason that, like, uh, George Washington's birthday is, like, recorded to have been, like, most people consider it to be on uh what February twenty second or something like that. But in his in his own um in his own like family history or whatever, it's written down as being like February twelfth or something because they hadn't yet fully converted over to the Gregorian calendar. They were still using the Julian calendar. So he has two birthdays, even though they (laughs) happened at the same time. Oh hell yeah. they, so there's always a long transition period for these things it makes sense to it's worth transitioning to if it's going to be better right uh, a lot of people have pushed to, to change the Gregorian calendar it's it's it, there's been a lot of push to change it over and over and over again over the last century or so uh, the main reasons it always fails is because most of the systems that get set up don't necessarily include seven days or they don't account for the they don't account for the Sabbath. Mm. Um, this calendar does actually. Uh, it pretty much accounts for everything. The things that get a little weird are having the extra week. The main thing I think is having the extra week at the end of the month. Yeah. Uh, so like you know people wonder like, well, what if I'm born on one of those days? You know, but I would argue that that's a problem that we already have. I have a little brother who was born on leap day. So, he's like uh, he's so like he, six six years old. Mm-hmm. I always tell him he's uh, he's three and a half. <laughs> no, he's he's, he's he's only had three and a half birthdays. Or, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's only one and a half actually, uh, because yeah, he's only had one birthday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I only Lucky have to buy him every four years. One, but, <laughs> so so what does he do? He celebrates his birthday. Well, what do most people do? He celebrates his birthday on the weekend that's closer. Yeah. Or he calls his birthday. Uh, February, you know, 28th, 28th or yeah. March 1st, yeah. it doesn't really matter. It doesn't, it, you know. So if <laughs> it doesn't you matter because he e- doesn't exist. If mm-hmm. you were born on that other <laughs> on that other week, you know, uh, you could just <laughs> count your de- your birthday as being December 31st or January 1st. But you would know, you would always know that like the new year is going to start on Monday, January 1st every year. How nice would that be?
2: Oh, that would be nice could, if that was your you birthday. Could
0: out, you could plan out every holiday you know, years in advance, yeah. super easily. Oh, you dude. Wouldn't right. to, you wouldn't even need to look at a calendar. Yeah,
2: see, now that you put it like that, like, with my job, because lucky enough, I you know, have scheduled paid days off and stuff that I, so many hours a month I queue, and, like, but because my schedule changes, I have to look, well, does that fall on one of my days off? So I have to know whether I need to take vacation days or not. And having three kids, I try to save those as much as possible for whenever one of them does something questionable and we end up in the hospital or something because they made a poor decision because they're tiny humans. Mm-hmm. And I need to take extra days off. So, I mean, if if I can plan... And, and you know, working for a municipality, they, like, if you're going to take vacation, you need to put it in so many days in advance. Dude, I could schedule, like trips two years from now because i know yeah. what days are going to fall on it's like oh it falls on my days off boom i don't have to use my vacation or have to worry about it or pull out a math or call Brandon because i'm too stupid to figure it out <laughs> <laughs>
1: like that sounds yeah. great yeah, and another thing about normal calendars you don't think about with the gregorian one is that it's not terribly objective as far as seasons are concerned because you think about yeah, like equinoxes and how, like, the days that they're on and when our winters begin and when our summers start. and Right. They're not actually very accurate to where we live, actually, they're because they're based no. off of where the calendar was built and made, which is based off the seasons in and around the Mediterranean area. So all the right. equinoxes and all of the uh, seasons that begin and start in the uh, calendar that we have right now, you'll notice are very well-tuned towards oh, okay. the Mediterranean seasons. They're not so much so towards, like, the Canadian seasons. Like, Interesting. Their equinox oh. in Canada is different. Or, like, the days that it starts to get more cold will begin <laughs> much sooner than it does, obviously, in the Mediterranean, which is where we get our canal litter that we use now from. So I could see this, like, new one being definitely more objective, at least, towards, like, the this, this brings societies. To, this <laughs> brings to mind
0: something that I've never... Uh, that I've always wondered and never bothered to look up that makes me feel kind of dumb is I don't understand what's the, okay what's the deal with uh, with Punxsutawney Phil uh, Groundhog, Day, <laughs> Groundhog Day and deciding when winter actually ends oh why is that a thing why I, does winter of end Kong at Hank, a different Brandon? time does winter actually comment. end at a different time every year?
1: It's it, uh, it, why? Why is this? It's just because uh, it, it tends to happen around like a length of like a two week span, <laughs> and if it doesn't, a lot of times, a lot of people will say like, okay, then it generally happens about a month after that time. What is what is the measurement that we're
0: using for this? Are we going like like global temperatures worldwide? No, it's, just, it's it's almost thing. always like
1: local. <laughs> I'm pretty sure actually the uh, groundhog like. Thing, the myth that is somebody looking at a groundhog to see them do that. The whole spiel that is Groundhog Day. That actually started way, way back in uh, Pennsylvania somewhere. And um, it was... Yeah, I Punxsutawney. Think, yeah, it uh, happened in like, pff, geez, like the 1800s or earlier than that. And it just just used because to of be money. Like a, yeah, it used to be a folk's tale. Something that hey. people would do for fun. If anything at all. Like, it was just what a farmer oh, yeah, uh, they, would say to his kid as a joke. Like, oh, yeah, we'll know it's starting this week if that gopher right there can see a shadow. Like, that's kind of how it seems to be that it started. And it's not just in Pennsylvania. It's like a widespread thing that a lot of play, uh, places still do. Oh, yeah. And in, in New I mean, Mexico, we use I mean, you no, know, ground squirrels.
2: Ground squirrels. <laughs> I, I could just imagine, like, way back in the day, some old farmer just standing there and he's like, hey, yeah, you see that ground squirrel? <laughs> 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 he's going to decide our future. Yeah. <laughs> and then so I kid taking it serious. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and then, you know, these Pennsylvanians are like, you know what? We could probably profit off of this. We could probably do something for sell that, t-shirts. yeah. Sell t shirts. I know it's like, you know, the 1800s, 1700s, but we could sell t shirts and little tiny stuff. Puxatawny fills. Hey,
1: oh, Here you go, he's got
2: a top
1: hat. <laughs> it's money,
2: like, everything we do is based off of money.
1: It started to become, like, a commercialized fun thing that the whole town would do in Punxsutawney, like, in the 1800s or something, which is why if you go see the Groundhog Day spectacle in Punxsutawney, that the city council guys, they wear, like, suits and they wear top hats, just yeah. like they would yeah. back in the day, yeah
2: see that's insane cuz i yeah. you know you think about it like now some of
1: now, fake beards too <laughs> and, and people
2: take it so seriously too mm-hmm. like i know i've done it before it's like oh it's going to be Just six fun. more weeks of winter and i'm like god damn it, damn it.
1: when really it doesn't make sense cuz nothing is you know that a shadow <laughs> of a river does not really <laughs> yeah. That.
2: yeah i, 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 I get so know. upset yeah. and you, you know me yeah. and brandon are from the same hometown that's hot all the time So it's like it's not gonna change anything. But I get so upset. It's like, that's stupid groundhog. (laughs) Fuck that guy. And then I completely disregard the fact that, you know, there's weather and it's gonna be hot anyways. (laughs) Fuck that gopher. Groundhog. Whatever. (laughs) Furry bastard.
0: At least we ended up with a really good Bill Murray movie. Yeah, we did. Maybe one of the best ones. (laughs) Yeah, I love that movie. I love that. I'll watch that movie any day, any day. day, really. Uh,. Oh, God, there's
2: so many jokes that come out of that statement. Everywhere. <laughs> it's the same day of the year, Brandon.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I would watch it any day of the year. I don't, I, but
2: it would
1: I'll, be the I'll, same I'll day. I watch it on the, be the same day, watching it every time. On Groundhog Day, same,
2: whenever it, always... it plays on a major TV network for all day and you start questioning your sanity.
0: I feel like I've seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, this is so weird.
2: <laughs> Ashton Kutcher? What? But, yeah, time zones are, like, we talked about it, and I was telling Brandon before Blake jumped on that there's so much more to it than I would realized when I started doing a little bit of research for this episode. Like, what I write down, there's 24 time zones worldwide. Yep, for each hour. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're an hour apart. They're international dateline. I mean... I didn't realize
1: how uh the actual distance that they are uh because it's it varies based off of the length or the distance you are from the equator equator because yeah. each time zone is based off of where noon starts. So uh essentially like at the equator a uh, whole time zone is about I think I read it's like a, almost 1200 miles long and then somewhere up in Canada that same time zone might be mm, more like uh like seven hundred miles long. So probably and then I tried to break that down, so how mo- how far would I need to travel to change my time zone by a minute? And it's actually only here, if we were here, it's about uh fifteen or twenty miles. What? Yeah, fifteen twenty miles and I am ahead or behind you by a minute at least. Interesting. <laughs>
0: yeah. I know, right?
1: Huh. Weird to think about. Yeah maps yeah, too. These, are, these yeah. always trick me out because it's weird to think, but actually the whole landmass of like Africa and South America is so much larger than that of North America. Well, our maps look all screwed up Because anyway. they keep them straight like this, yeah. but in reality, it's it's, a, on a it's damn like a sphere. sphere. Yeah. yeah. It's weird to think about.
0: Wait, hold on. Are you saying the Earth is spherical? <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, it's clearly
1: toroidal, oh. which is the shape of a, a donut. In case you didn't know. It's a donut. Okay, That's yeah. why
0: you, you, when you, you look you up, a... the sky's blue because it's actually the ocean. <laughs> hey, you'll need to shut
2: up! This is this is information for a whole other episode. <laughs> We're getting too far away from the topic. That's another episode. Shut up! <laughs> Don't waste the content. The viewers love the content. <laughs>
0: It's a good teaser. Quick, quick side note, the Duncan philosophers do not propagate the idea that uh, <laughs> the Earth is in fact uh, flat. a donut or a <laughs> <laughs> are hey. We are operating on the assumption that the Earth is in fact a sphere.
2: <laughs> I, I'm a cop. I do love donuts. <laughs> At least
0: until next week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love donuts. But everybody loves donuts. Who doesn't love donuts? You know how many times I get Again. asked a day do cops really like (laughs) donuts so much like like, guys
0: who doesn't like donuts yeah no no yeah yeah who are these anti-donut
2: people i i told an entire class one time when they asked me that i was like do cops really like donuts i was like okay let me let's do this raise your hand if you absolutely love donuts you know a good portion of the kids raise their hand i was like okay now raise your keep your hands up everybody else raise your hand if you will you know they're okay you'll eat a donut and almost everybody else raised their hands. Like, see, everybody like, likes donuts. They're,
0: they're all narcs. and they all get all <laughs> <long> about them. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Snitches get stitches. <laughs> <clears throat> or, or lengthier sentences.
0: So, so when I started looking into this, you know, I kind of started thinking a lot about, uh, you know, what implementing it would actually look like, you know, and I got to thinking about how. In a lot of ways, this is the perfect this would be the perfect case study on how to uh have global negotiations and to and to have a discussion that was rooted in facts and science, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh like to actually have like objective negotiations for the benefit of the entire world. One thing, if there was ever one thing that everyone in the world could agree on wouldn't shouldn't it be the time of day? just mm-hmm. doesn't that just make sense? like who's gonna dis- like who's gonna say no we shouldn't figure out what time of day it is you know mm. uh, You could get everybody together you know North Korea, Israel, the US, uh, Australia even mate uh you know, get, get everybody together and say like look guys we're gonna hash this out and we're gonna leave here all at least agreeing on one thing what time of day it is mm-hmm. you know it's the perfect test to see if any of these guys like if you're not well qual- if you're not reasonable enough of a person uh to go into a room and just discuss what time of day it is what time is when you all met in that room yeah uh then you're not qualified to be having these negotiations Mm -hmm. and you should be fired and somebody else who is capable of doing such a such a simple thing should be put in place Uh, somebody
2: with objective thinking yeah Yeah. you know (laughs) and i'm
0: like you know obviously like these guys went with the idea that you know you just base it all off of the uh what did I? What did we call it? The Greenwich Meridian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I kind of think why not just like even have everybody uh, have a have a hat and everybody write their country's name <laughs> just on a piece of paper and stick them in there and go you pick the time and then everybody else sets their clock. <laughs> and so, no, yeah. so like Tibet or wherever, yeah. you know, they get to they get to pick. like why the hell not
1: yeah you know well i mean non-international waters who who cares it's just a
0: construct a thing a random thing that we all made up anyway Mm
1: -hmm. oh god my
2: brain (laughs) but i mean you think you're still going to have those kinds of issues it's like okay i know it's noon everywhere else but is he asleep at noon
1: because at Mm -hmm. noon
2: i'm at work and at noon in this other guy's country, he's going to be
1: sleeping. Yeah, that's a good point. You're still going to have to do a little yeah. bit of math. Right. I'm not well, going to yeah. know right off the bat.
0: That's like. a, Yeah, that's not going to go away. But think of, like, just being able to know, well, you know, he's on the East Coast, it's three hours away. It's it, it, You know, it's, it's, it's three, the difference is three hours, mm-hmm. in the business hours, right? One, like, big thing that I saw come up in some of the articles I read... Uh, you know, particularly on Forbes, was talking about it, uh, this article on Forbes, I think it was this one, uh, called It's Time to Change the Calendar Once and for All, which I will add was written by Steve Hank, who was one of the people who, uh, <laughs> Maybe a little biased. who created the Hank Henry permit Calendar. Sure, but, uh, you know, uh, he wrote as a contributor on Forbes and talked about uh, um, interest rates, how interest is accumulated, and uh, economic markets, and how they have to work right now, where right now, like, companies just pick random, like, they, well, not random, most of them do, like, a 13-week quarter, Mm -hmm. Um, so, like, every quarter is just 13 weeks for for measurement purposes to to track their, you know, their financials. With the Gregorian calendar, that requires a lot of adjustment, you know, the addition of an extra week every five or six years, Uh, so, In 2011, um, Apple added the extra week on, and many Wall Street analysts failed to pick up on this uh, change between 2011 and 2012. Uh, And that led to everybody freaking out, basically thinking that that they had lost, like had a groundbreakingly bad quarter. Oh, quarter. Uh, But it was just the fact that it had an extra week in it. Hmm. So like you know that affects you know our whole financial markets are all sp- are all based on speculation, which yeah. is a problem that we should that we should talk about at a different date. You know when when people are making projections based on how much money you're making, how well you're doing right now, those things end up end up mattering. This was an issue that uh, that wouldn't have even happened if mm-hmm. we were using this this new calendar new system. New calendar, yeah. You know, deciding whether or not is a quarter going to be three three months three calendar months or is it going to be a specific amount of days or a specific amount of weeks you know um like that's all accounted for in this you know with these guys uh, a calendar mm-hmm. you know i'm not necessarily saying that like you know the hank henry permanent calendar doesn't necessarily have to be the system that we use but uh i think it's a good idea to it's a good step you know it's a step the in right the right direction, direction at least yeah. to start the spark the conversation and say like hey what if we were all on the same time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this is just a very roundabout way of asking that question. What if we were all on the same time? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it makes sense to me. Um, and hopefully it does to you as well after after listening to this conversation. Does anybody have anything that they'd like to add?
2: Are you, are you talking to me and Blake or are you talking to the potential thousands yeah. of viewers?
0: Hey, viewers if you could come down to the recording booth and and tell us what you think
2: people just start knocking at your door it's like wait how
0: the fuck did you get in here this is not even close to being released yet
2: (laughs) it's the nsa oh wait can i say that (laughs) sorry Uh (laughs) uh-oh you're gonna have to cut that part out
0: Oh, uh, you know something that's uh, that I just found out the other day? Well, Jordan's been watching a lot of, uh, what's that show called? Where they do trivia in a taxi cab. Oh. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, that's, that's a it. weird Nobody title. Remember that? Uh, yeah. What's that? <laughs> that She's watching this uh, game show anyway, uh, where this guy in a taxi cab asks people trivia questions for money. And apparently, according to that show, uh, in Langley, where the FBI headquarters is, mm-hmm. Starbucks isn't allowed to write your name on your coffee cup.
1: Interesting. Right? right? <laughs> wow! Fascinating. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It can but make it's sense. Such a random thing to it's like. Such like a random small detail to think about. Yeah. yeah. Nice.
1: Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's something you only kind of wonder about once somebody's brought that up. You're like, oh, I mean, yeah, okay, I guess, but <laughs> seems a little excessive. Don't write my name down. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> put, otherwise they'd have to remember to like give an alias every time. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Uh Spartacus. <laughs> Spartacus here. I'm Spartacus. Miles? That Miles you, deep? Yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah, that's me. See, that you can remember. If you're just like, um, Dave? And they start calling for Dave, and you're like, Dave, go get your goddamn coffee already. I want mine. <laughs>
1: it's like, that's right, you, stupid. <laughs>
0: so I feel like this was a pretty pretty good first episode. hope you, the listeners, do as well. Um and keep in mind, it's only gonna get better, man. We're just <laughs> we're just pulling this thing together. It's all gonna get better.
1: Stay tuned.
2: Yeah, please, uh, please keep listening because <laughs> this is how we please, make our money. I'm just kidding. Not, not yet, but
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Eventually that would be nice. But yeah, no that was a that was, that was a good well, solid episode and you know, like like you was saying, we got oh, plenty please. of other wide range of topics coming up. Um, we still have the other Zeanderthals stuff up. Check that out. And yeah, check out
0: Zeanderthals.com, Our our old podcast. We still have that up and running. Sorry, there's only like five or six episodes on there. But they're really good uh, episodes. Obviously, if you've uh, found this site, hopefully you've you've uh, found the ThumpkinPhilosophers.com website where you'll be able to find this podcast and everyone that we post after. We haven't really figured out at this junction what our next topics are going to be, but we imagine we'll probably cover a, a variety of topics from, uh, you know, uh, futurism, uh, probably climate change, probably some criminal justice stuff, of course, philosophy maybe. <laughs> Who knows? The sky is the limit. We hope you'll uh, we hope you'll stick around to see where we end up.